Especially welcome everyone to the month of May, which is our month of power. Praise God. And because this month is a month of power, you will experience supernatural happenings. And the Lord will grant you access to his power and authority in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Uh, that amen is not born again. I tell you, I said there is power in the name of Jesus. When you apply that name and the blood of Jesus in your life, you operate and flow in the streams of power. Praise God. So therefore, I, as, I, as I welcome you into this month, I know that it's going to be a great one for you. You're going to experience magnificent glory and power of the Most High God. Somebody say, believe in amen. amen. Without taking much time, just go ahead, open your Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 22. We're going to be reading from verse 1 to 2. We're going to take some patch reading of that chapter praise God as we form the foundation of this message today praise God and uh, reading from King James and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham praise God God did tempt Abraham and said unto him Abraham and he said behold I here I am verse 2 and he said, Take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. Somebody say Moriah. If that Bible you have is not a borrowed Bible, please underline Moriah. He said, And offer him there for a bond offering upon one of the mountains, if the Bible is yours to also underline mountains. He said, offer him as a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Offer him as a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Moriah a location. Praise God. Moriah is a location, but God is specific when he wants to give you an instruction. God said to Abraham, take thy son, thy only son, whom thou lovest. Whom thou lovest and take him to the place called Moriah. And even when you get down to Moriah, it is not all mountains that you will place your sacrifice upon. He said, I will tell you the mountain where that sacrifice will be accepted people of God today I'm going to be speaking on the topic I've captioned the benefit of the mountain by communicating with somebody praise God God at this point 
spoke to Abraham, called Abraham. We all know that Abraham got Isaac at the age of 100 after waiting for many, many years. Praise God. Him and Sarah had no, no, no child, but God showed them mercy and gave them Isaac. And the same God in the process of time, when this little lad has grown up a little bit, came one day, very early hours of the morning, and said to him, Abraham. And he answered and said, Lord, here am I. He said to him, he said, you see that boy called Isaac. I'm not talking about Ishmael. Ishmael is not the one with the covenant. I'm talking about Isaac because uh, 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 Isaac is the carrier of the prophecy. Isaac is the carrier of covenant. Ishmael is something that 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 is you know you know you know in connection with the covenant but it's not a carrier of the covenant and the bible said and god said to him he said take isaac and journey for the journey you will go with isaac is a journey is a type of johnny that isaac is not going to return for i the lord have demanded a sacrifice the type that you have never done before the type that you have never seen before the type you have never experienced before all this why god has been asking from abraham to give unto him blocks abraham has been raising altars and sacrificing on those altars but on this wise god said to him abraham i'm going to ask something from you that is unusual and that means i'm going to ask from you you shall give me thy son thy only son abraham i am aware that you are old and you are hundred and something years old now but i am asking you to give back what i have given to you somebody say amen And the Bible said in verse 3 that Abraham never hesitated. Abraham got up early in the morning. And when he got up early in the morning, he sojourned. The Bible said he took Isaac. And I asked the question, where was Sarah? Where was Sarah in the midst of all this conversation? Sometimes in your life, there are certain situations you find yourself, you don't need a dead party. When you are dealing with God, can I get an amen? You don't need someone to confirm to you what God has told you. If God has spoken to you, God has spoken to you. Praise God. Sometimes God personalize and make sure that what he's saying to us becomes so personal like i do tell people i say your journey with god is a personal journey it has nothing to do with nobody it has nothing to do with the third party because it's you and god the other day god was saying so when i called abraham i called abraham alone You gotta be sensitive when God is ready to take you to the next level. The reason why many of us have not gone up to the next level is because we have seen the level where we are now as our greatest level. The prophecy had come before time to Abraham, and God said to him, Say, Abraham, even before the coming of Isaac, Abraham had no child, but yet God was telling him about being the father of many nations. How can that connect? God said to himself, I will bless you. Your seeds, they shall be as the sand by the seashore. Yet Abraham had no child. Sometimes the prophecy that come to you does not look like you. 
and I tell people, I say, when a prophecy is given to you and that prophecy looks like you, it is not from God. When God is speaking about you and more especially about your future, when God is speaking into your life concerning your tomorrow, most of the things that God says does not look like your present circumstances. Am I communicating with somebody? That's why many miss God because they try to judge their present circumstances to their future and the prophecy that is being said unto them. It will be so stupid and not making sense for you to go to a person that is still struggling to have just one child and say to them, I say, you know what? You're going to give birth to a whole communion. You're going you, you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna have children. The whole community is going to be down. I will make you father to many. Are you with me? In verse number 7, verse 7 down to 9. Genesis 22, verse 7, then to 9. What happened? In verse 7, and Isaac spake. On this case, already God had spoken to Abraham. Abraham had sojourned. If you read, if you read the previous verses before verse 7, you will see that it got to a point that Abraham told his servants, he said to them, he said, hold on this way. When he got to the place of Moriah, he told them to stop. There are some persons in your life that are not fit to follow you into your next phase. Am I talking to somebody? You got to tell them to stop. You got to tell them to hold on because not everybody is qualified to follow you to the next phase. God spoke to Abraham about his next phase. Uh, uh, it's not it's not every man that calls you my love and everyone that calls you my friend is qualified to follow you into your next phase of life if you understand one thing about abraham and his servants you will understand that he loved them praise god and these men are trained servants of abraham the other day when Lot was having issues, the Bible said, and Abraham armed his trained servants. So these servants are trained. They are trained to understand the technicality of on what their master believes. But there comes a time when you cannot sojourn with the man up to a particular height because you are not just meant for that height. Am I talking to somebody? There comes a time when the person next to you cannot just follow you to the next phase because they are not built and ready for the next phase can i get an amen? amen and by this time isaac told abraham his father in verse number seven he said and the bible said isaac spake unto abraham his father and said my father and he said here am i my son and he said behold the fire and the wood but where is a lamb for sacrifice where is a lamb for the bond offering if you are the father of Isaac at that moment and you know that that son of yours is not going to return back with you from the mountain I perceive in my spirit that your heart will be broken I perceive in my spirit that you know very well that you are going to sacrifice that child on the mountain.
one of the reasons why Abraham had to ask the servants to hold on is majorly because they would have stopped him from sacrificing Isaac. You know, every phase of life has a language. There is a language of the poor. There is a language of the middle class. There's a language of the rich. There's a language of billionaires. When you get to that phase, your tongue will change. Am I talking to somebody? The phase and the frequency at which Abraham was operating on, the servants cannot get to that level as of that time. In verse number 8. And Abraham said, My son, God will do what? Provide himself a lamb for bond offering. So they went both of them together. Together. Verse 9. And they came to the place which God had told him of. They came to the place which God god had spoken to abraham of there is always a place that is within a place that is located in a place there are different locations in the realm of the spirit where is your location where are you located Some of us, our destinies have been dislocated. Why? Because we are, we are in a location that God has not permitted us to be. And when you are in a place that God didn't send you to be, you won't hear God. When God told Abraham to leave his father's house, the Bible said God told him, take your family, thy wife. The both of you should leave. God never told him to go with lots. The moment Abraham departed and took Lot with him, the Bible said, and Abraham took Lot with him, God never spoke any dimensions of revelation to Abraham anymore. Why? The name Lot means a veil that covers. Some associations you have, no wonder that's why you are not seeing the revelations of God. Because association can either make you or mar you for life. God spoke to him. He said, I will show you when you see the place you will know. By this time, Abraham never knew that the tensions of God was not to kill Isaac. But this man obeyed God even when it, it is so inconvenient for him to do. Abraham obeyed God even when there is every reason to doubt God. The Hebrew writer tried to try to describe the fate of Abraham. The Bible says he staggered not at the promises. 
come on, people of God. The Bible says he, 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 he did not waver for one second. He had hope and faith in God. That was why he answered, he answered Isaac. He said, the Lord will provide a lamb for, his, for himself for the bond offering. In the face of challenges, do you stagger? What makes you to hold strong in the face of challenges is the victories that God has given you yesterday that you used to confront today's challenges. That's why many of us, we don't, we don't progress spiritually. Why? Because we don't testify and speak of those good things that God has done for us yesterday. Abraham understood so well that this God is a God of surprises. God can surprise you. I pray for someone today that before the end of this month, May, may God give you a surprise package. As you journey with God, may you be surprised. Praise God. And in verse number 9, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and burned Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood, getting ready to sacrifice the lad. In verse number 10, and Abraham stretched forth his hand, my God, I'm shut up, and took the knife to slay his son mark the word is his son and in verse number 11 and the angel of the lord called unto him up out of heaven and said unto abraham abraham and he said yeah am i and he said lay not thy hand upon the lord neither do thou anything unto him for now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. Hallelujah. Lay not thy hand upon the lad, for now I know. And when I read this scripture, I tried to understand what was going on in the mind of God. What was God thinking about Abraham? And when I tried to probe and tried to meditate, I now understand that everything you would ever be, does, if God does not just give it to you, God entrusts it into your hand. God called Abraham up to the mountain because at the place of the valley, there are too much noise going on there. When you find yourself in the valley, you will not be able to understand or to hear God clearly. I dare you, child of God, to break away from the valley level of believers and dare yourself to climb up to the mountain because there is something good and there is something great at the mountaintop. 
benefit of the mountain the life and destiny of abraham was not well assured until he went to mount moriah as a believer you have to understand that you have to seek to get to the top by every means possible climb to the top it's at the top of the mountain that great men were, are made it's at the top of the mountain you'll be able to hear god clearly it's at the top of the mountain you'll be able to see clearly you would agree with me that the more you climb up and go to the top the more your view becomes more clearer am i communicating with somebody each time you put yourself in the place of the valley each time you compare yourselves with yourselves each time you stay among people that reason i want to bring you down then your level of greatness will never come up you got to separate yourself it's at the mountain that great men are made it's at the mountain that destinies are revealed i tell you the truth something happened at that mountain whether you like it or not something mighty happened at that mountain there was a mystery that took place in the mountain abraham took isaac to kill isaac and sacrifice isaac unto the lord but yet he came back with isaac praise God in verse number 13 and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold behind him a ram caught in the tickets in the place of the mountain God makes provision you can never experience supernatural provisions until you come up to the place of the mountain because provision is at the top of the mountain revelation is at the top of the mountain transfiguration is at the top of the mountain abundance is at the top of the mountain the bible said when the cloud be gathered they empty themselves as rain ah i dare you to be a cloud believer i dare you to come up to the cloud i dare you to come up to the top don't be like every other person because your name is not every other person hallelujah God, you know, I perceive in my spirit in verse, in verse number 12. In verse 12, you know, something happened when, when Abraham lifted up his hand and the angel said, No, no, do not kill, do not lay your hand on the lad. I believe that Abraham was still going to go ahead and sacrifice Isaac. You know why? altars are not built for nothing every altar that is built must demand for sacrifice there is a spiritual significance when you say i have an altar when you say you have an altar of prayer a place where you say that's the altar of your prayer it's a sign that the sacrifice that goes on there is a sacrifice of your needs the sacrifice that goes on there is a sacrifice of your time the sacrifice that goes on there, the sacrifice of your sleep something must be sacrificed on the mountain something must be sacrificed on the altar it must take something the altar is a powerful tool that for it to be activated a sacrifice must come upon it 
no altar speaks without a sacrifice and that's why Jesus came to offer the one and all sacrifice upon the cross of Calvary and the blood of Christ was spilled and an altar of grace and mercy was opened up and today we have the boldness to cry Abba Father why because the relationship between God and man has been restored back and on a new platform not on the platform of Adam and Eve but on a platform based on the second Adam being Jesus that came in person am I communicating with somebody that altar was renewed It's at the place of the mountain that you encounter revelation. When, when Jacob, when Jacob was running away from his brother Esau, the Bible says he got to a place and, and he, he laid himself down to sleep. He used a stone to place his head as a pillow. The Bible said while he was yet sleeping, his eyes were open. He saw angels ascending and descending. The Bible said he got up and said, oh my God, I never knew that the presence of God is here. The Bible said he took a wine and poured on that stone and raised an altar. No altar responds without a sacrifice. And when God saw that Abraham has proposed in his heart that something must go on this altar that I've built, the Bible said in verse number 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, behind him a ram caught in a ticket by his horn. You know what God did? God became the God of provision. God provided for Abraham the lamb for sacrifice. But remember what Abraham told Isaac? He said, for the Lord will provide for himself. See, let me tell you something, people of God. Your language determines your success. How you talk determines how the battle will end. You don't just start talking anyhow and dismantling yourself because somebody is saying something about you or anything and you condemn yourself by yourself. Don't condemn yourself by yourself Abraham was a man of positive mindset you see what Abraham said came to pass Isaac asked him and said where is the lamb for sacrifice he said son don't worry I serve a God that demystified things I serve a God that is a living God I serve a God that makes a way where the seems to be no way he's the God of the heavens he's the God of the earth he's the God of the universe he does things mysterious Seriously, he's the father of mystery. He demystified things. Say, son, don't worry. I know you are young, but you don't understand. But there is something that I know as your father. I know this God that He is a provider. Hallelujah. Are you are you are you still with me? stay right on with me let me put this together praise god and the bible say that god took the fight out of the ram i don't know if you've seen the ram in in the middle east they used to be very big 
they could fight and resist a man they could bring a human being down their horns are so powerful the strength of every ram is in their horn am i communicating and the symbol of their horn is thunder am i talking to somebody so it's time it's time a ram appears ram signifies strength am i talking to somebody ram signifies so much so much grace and power am i talking to somebody that is why when saul was ordained when saul was ordained as a king the bible says he was ordained and enthroned and anointed with a flax am i communicating no wonder his throne was broken no wonder the kingdom was destroyed because he was anointed with a flax who anoints somebody with a flax But when it got to the time of brother David, ah, God specifically said to prophet Samuel, fill thy horn with oil. Horn signifies power. Horn cannot be broken. And you can only con contact power from above. Apostle Paul said, for we have not come to you with words alone, <laughs> but we've come to you with power from above. We've not come to you with the tithing words of men. We've not come to tell you story. We've come to show you the workability of the Holy Ghost. In the Bible, the Bible described that God took the fight from the ram put up a rope from nowhere could you please help me answer where did the ram come from on a mountain that there, there was no one on that mountain where did the ram come from God provide let me tell you I don't care what you're going through I serve a living God God can pay into your bank account God can do things I don't care if he has not done it before for anybody but I prophesy to you he can do it for you you know sometimes when some persons are told and say god can do this for you they say no it's not possible you know why they say it's not possible because they've never seen it they've never heard it but they forgot the bible said the other day the eyes have not seen neither has ears heard what the lord has in store has in store has in store which means he has not let it out yet it is still in the storehouse am i communicating with somebody eyes have not seen it ears have not heard it what god has in stock for those that love him do you love god the storehouse is yours ah that amen is not coming like you believe it i said the storehouse is yours abraham made up his mind to give isaac and god in fact what abraham did shook the throne of god god said no no human no mortal man has ever done this even when abraham got to moriah with isaac god would have said okay i, I see that you're faithful you can go back with him 
God kept watching. Some of you, God is watching your attitude. God is watching how you respond to things that has to do with him. Many of you right now, God is looking at you and watching you. You are being watched. There is an eye over you. Am I communicating with you? One of the seven spirits in heaven is the, is, is, is the eye of the Lord that the Bible says it goes through and through the earth. Praise God. It goes through and through the earth. He's setting the hearts of men. Is your mind stayed on God? The book of Galatians 6, 7 said, Do not be deceived. For God is not mocked. He said, Whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall reap. For the Lord knoweth those that are his. The songwriter said, His eyes is on the sparrow. His eyes is on the sparrow. And I know certainly for sure that Elohim watches over me. Am I talking to somebody? Ah, God does not need the drones to watch over you. Am I communicating with somebody? The Bible see him and call him he that see it in the secrets. He that has the ability to demystify mysteries he is mystery himself because the mystery of the lamb for sacrifice do you know that the act of Abraham kept on speaking up to the time of Jesus Abraham refused to let Isaac go even when the angel was calling him Abraham Abraham his hand was still on the neck of the boy the hand was up to slay the boy God said Abraham no don't please don't even if he had killed Isaac God my God still has the ability to resurrect Isaac <laughs> you know why <clears throat> Isaac is a promise and promises don't die a promise is like a spirit that's why people can go back and forth and tell you I say but you promised me the other day promise is a memory nobody forgets promise it is a spirit that exists inside of man and God say every word that I have spoken he say I watch over my word to bring them to pass so the promises of God is God himself manifesting himself in the place of mortal man When the prophets, they prophesied about the coming of the Messiah, it was a promise from God. From the foundations of the earth, the Bible says that the lamb that was slain from the foundations of the earth. So even before Adam sinned and fell, God has made provisions. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you see, 
someone asks me a question and say bishop do you are you saying that angels they have some kind of independent thoughts in heart and i said to he, the individual i said yes angels do he said how i said angels do i said because if angels doesn't have the ability to think independently then lucifer wouldn't have been able to start thinking negative they have the ability to make the free will choice I said, so why didn't God stop Lucifer before he deceived large amount of the angels in heaven? I said, you think that the meeting they were holding, God was not present? <clears throat> you think so? You know, sometimes when some persons gather up together and when they call my name, I answer I do answer. I will be in my house and I hear it. I answer. God was present when Lucifer was planning all his antics against God. God's there with him. The Bible says he's the omnipotent. <laughs> omniscience God hey he is the omnipresence and I call him the omni anyhow anyhow you see him he is the omni omnipresence omniscience and omnipotent God you don't know the kind of father you have the God yourself, oh my God. That's why all you have to do, connect in the realm of the spirit with him. Jesus said, I and my father, we are one. And there is nothing I do that he doesn't know. Praise God. If Jesus and the father, they are one. Listen. And this same Jesus, now reside inside of you how many of you believe that christ is in you the bible says christ in you is the hope of glory you don't know how heavy you are no wonder when some persons try to uproot me they cannot you know why i may look thin and look slim but my weight is too much that you want to carry me is it simply means that you want to carry god is it possible impossible you can't carry God. And you can't help God. The other day, the ark of God was being carried. And the Bible said it got to a place. And the ark shook. And a man called Uzzah put forth his hand to help the ark. And God slew him. You can't help God. Don't even think it or try it if you have been saying it before that you do help church and you help god please i beg you repent before it's too late and 
and you would ask me a question but bishop where did the ram come from the other day the bible said god was speaking he said the cattle upon the ten thousand he's am i <laughs> the cattle upon the ten thousand he's am i so what he did was to take one of them and give to abraham So what you are looking for is within you. The cows upon the 10,000 hills. And where did Abraham go? The mountain. So God, before this time, had kept, mount, had, had kept a lot of rams on the mountain. He knew the end of the whole issue. And the whole thing and he had made provision ahead of time somebody help me here it wasn't God's fault that Abraham did not see the ram can I break your, your come on can I just open up something to you it was because Abraham's foresight were not open if his spiritual eyes were open he would have been able to see the ram there when he got up to the mountain the ram has always been there what you are looking for what you're praying for has always been around you your the god you serve our god is not a wicked god that will keep you from ages asking and asking and asking from him one thing and he doesn't want to give it to you that's not true he said knock and the door shall be open ask and it shall be given he didn't say ask 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 and it shall be giving 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 am i complicating he didn't say ask for six months and i shall be given unto you he said ask and it shall be given unto you the reason why you are not seeing what god has given to you is because you lack your the spiritual insights to see them the only time Abraham had the opportunity to see was when the Lord called him. Am I talking to just two persons? Am I communicating? And when Abraham saw the wrath, the Bible say he let Isaac go. And he went to the ram, took the ram, and offered that ram in the place of Isaac. Do you know who the ram is? The ram is the lamb of God, Jesus. That's the mystery of the mountain. So before Jesus was offered upon the mount of Golgotha, he had been offered already in the time of Abraham, Isaac being the seed of the whole world. Abraham, remember, God said to Abraham, for you shall be the father of many nations. Jesus was not called the father of many nations. Jesus came, acknowledged the personality of Abraham. Am I communicating? And Jesus is God himself. Am I communicating? So what happened on that place of, 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 
on that mountain was 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 God bringing the mystery of substitution just as he substituted us with Christ and Isaac was let go Isaac, Isaac became the scapegoat that had to go free but the lamb was sacrificed that's why the bible says he is the lamb that was sacrificed from the foundation of the earth and who is our foundation abraham for god said to him in you shall the nations of the world be blessed am i teaching good here hallelujah so it's time god that's why i look at people when god is demanding their service they become so sarcastic to the things of god people substitute god for nothing yet you still run to him for everything i repeat you substitute god for nothing but you still run to him for everything watch your ways when abraham sacrificed the lamb the heart of abraham gladdened and abraham became so joyous and he became so happy in verse number 14 of genesis 22 verse number 14 and abraham said something and abraham called the name of that place jehovah jireh as it is said to this day in the mount of the lord it shall be seen it shall be what be seen and he called the name of the place jehovah jireh what's the meaning of jehovah jireh the lord my what provider verse 15 go down verse 15 verse 16 and the angel of the lord now when abraham was done sacrificing and the angel of the lord called unto abraham out of heaven the second time and for this time the angel was delivering a message from god and said by myself have i sworn said the lord so it wasn't god that was speaking directly it was an angel Go back to verse 15. So you see this. And the angel of the Lord called unto, called Abraham out of heaven the second time. And in verse number 16, you see, and said, by myself, he's, he's giving a message. He said, by myself have I sworn, said the Lord. You see that? For because thou hast done this thing, and has not withheld thy son thy only son until you learn to operate with god with the only thing you have not keeping it away from him you may not get the mystery of the mountain one prayer i pray to god so so deeply i said to god anything i can give to you please don't give to me anything i cannot give to you don't give it to me anything i can't release to you don't give to me 
because thou had not withheld thy son god now specified it say thine only son you know when god is saying i have sworn by myself because for a person to swear you have to swear with something higher than you my communicating that's why when you get to the to the court and when um you know they're about to you know to 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 get some kind of information and and, and swear in the person to give some kind of witness witness stand they will always swear the person in what does that mean it simply means that you have to swear by what is above you the constitution of the land is above every man am i communicating nobody is higher than the constitution of canada the constitution of canada is higher than everybody it supersedes the constitution of of the federal states country this country called canada supersedes every politician and everyone so that's why you have to you have to swear an oath to tell the truth so God was looking for something that is higher than him to swear with. But he did not see anything. Because there is nothing that is higher than God. So God said, by myself, have I sworn. Give me verse of number 17. He said, by myself have I sworn. That in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall what? Possess the gates of his enemy. That's why we are possessors of the land. Not getting an amen from you until you get up to the mountain you cannot be a possessor it's at the mountain you are confirmed to be a possessor there is something you hear at the mountain top that nobody hears at the valley abraham had something there encountered god there at the mountain his wife was not there his servants are not were not there it was only him and his son that encountered god and god told him that your seed shall possess the land of their enemies you have your pen with you you have your bible i'm going to run through some scriptures right now and give you some 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 uh, um, um, benefits of the mountain praise god eight benefits of the mountain number one at the mountain instructions are given to you at the mountain is where you gain instruction so you don't fall into destruction at the mountain is where you gain instruction so you don't fall into destruction praise God Exodus 24 verse 12 Exodus 24 verse 12 number two okay Exodus 24 verse 12 and the Lord said unto Moses come up to me into the mount and be there and I will give thee what the tables of what stone which is the ten what commandments and the law and the commandment which I have written that thou mayest teach them so that is where you get instructions from from up the mountain number two 
you experience supernatural provision at the mountain experience praise god you experience supernatural pro provision at the mountain experience praise god so genesis 22 verse 13 down to 14 we already know how the lord provided for abraham a ram for sacrifice am i communicating with somebody so at the top of the mountain there is where you experience supernatural provision number three praise god am i too fast amen Praise God. God help me. You can go back and listen to this message again. Number three, number three, number three, number three. The mountain is a place of refuge. The mountain is a place of refuge. Each time you run up to the mountain, you experience refuge. Praise God. I will lift up my eyes up to the hills from where my help come from. My help cometh from the Lord which made the heavens and the earth. So the mountain is a place of refuge. Psalm 1, Psalm 11 verse 1. The mountain is a place of refuge. Number four. Number four. You have protection from God. You have protection from God. At the mountain there, God covers you. Praise God. He's the Lord of the mountain. He's the Lord of the valley. Praise God. So at the mountain top, God covers you and protects you. Psalm 125 verse 2. Psalm 125 verse 2. At the mountain top, you are protected. I pray for someone today in the name of Jesus in this month of May that you shall be protected at the mountain top. In the name of Jesus, as you rise up to the mountain to meet with the Lord and to encounter the grace of God, may the Lord protect you in the name of Jesus. Psalm 125 verse 2 As the mountains are surrounded about Jerusalem So the Lord surround about his people From henceforth even forevermore So it's a blessed assurance for you that God will protect and keep you in perfect peace Because your mind is stayed on him Number 5 You experience a life of abundance The book of Joel chapter 3 verse 18 You experience experience a life of abundance it simply means that god will, will pour upon you abundance in the name of jesus i pray for someone right now under the influence of my voice may you experience abundance in your going out and in your coming in in the name of jesus and may you experience supernatural abundance Joel chapter 3 verse 18 Joel chapter 3 verse 18 may you experience everything that the lord has given to you and it shall come to pass in that day that the mountains shall drop downward new wine one of the things you experience at the mountain top is a new wine and i see you today flowing in a new wine in the name of jesus every old wine is removed by fire in the mighty name of jesus somebody say a believing amen Ah, I see supernatural happenings in your life by the grace of the Most High God. I see supernatural open doors in your life in the name of Jesus at the mountain top. He said, and the hills shall flow with milk. Milk talks about comfort. Milk talks about, about satisfaction. May the Lord satisfy you in all you do. He said, the hills shall drop, shall flow milk. Praise God. And all the rivers of Judah 
shall flow with waters. Do you know what Judah means? Judah means praise. Judah means praise. So it is rightly rendered in the original text. And all the praise and all the rivers of praise shall flow with what? Waters. Praise God. Which simply means that you will never thirst forever. In the name of Jesus. God will never put you in a place that you will experience thirst. God will never put you in a place where you will experience lack. In the name of Jesus. And a fountain shall come forth of the house of the Lord and shall water the valley. It simply means that God shall provide people to help you through every phase of your life. The water shall, shall flow the valley of Shitty. God will send men your way. To satisfy you with bread and abundance. I tell you the truth. I pray for someone today. You are coming into a supernatural coverage. To the extent that anywhere you go. Even people that don't know you will bring their goods. And their gold and diamond and silver. They will give to you and tell you that the Lord had instructed them. In the name of Jesus, I pray for someone to receive such grace. In the name of Jesus, if your amen is strong enough, it is yours. If your amen is strong enough, it is yours. May you experience supernatural provisions. Hallelujah. Number six. You carry power because of your mountain experience. One of the things that you experience at the top of the mountain is power. Uh, in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 13 to 14. Luke chapter 4, 13 to 14. Luke chapter 4, 13 to 14. At the mountain top. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Uh -huh. And Jesus returned in what? In power of the what? The Holy Spirit into a Galilee. There went out a fame of him through all the region about because he went up to the mountain. At the mountain top you encounter power. Jesus had to go to the mountain and he had to be tempted there at the mountain. He had to prove himself and when he came down from the mountain, he didn't come down from the mountain empty-handed. At the mountain top, there was an encounter that took place. And Jesus came down as Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Savior of humanity. He came down with power. You need power to subdue nations. You need power to subdue kingdoms. You need power to subdue your enemies. Ah, you need power, child of God. No wonder Jesus, Jesus understood this and he knows that his disciples and we that are the followers of Christ, we need power. And he said in Luke 10, 19, he said, Behold, I give unto you power to trade upon scorpions and upon serpents and over all the powers of the enemies. And he said, None shall by in enemies hurt you. So Jesus returned with power. And until you have power, you will never experience fame. Power is a source of fame. 
you can't go for fame first when you have no power and you can't go for power when you have not gone up to the mountain amen anyone seeking to get up to power level without experiencing the mountain is a fraud because every great man is made at the mountain greatness is is born is bettered at the mountain top somebody say i hear you number seven you receive depth of revelation at the mountain top matthew 5 1 to 2 matthew chapter 5 1 to 2 you receive depth somebody say depth can i hear you say depth you receive depth of revelation at the mountain top when you gather revelation at the mountain top when you come down and speak people will know that there is something about you am i communicating you cannot hear a man that carry depth and not know that he carried depth am i communicating depth of wisdom depth of revelation depth of understanding depth of the word of god depth of the mysteries of god you cannot just but hear that man am i communicating and i know that god will make you a person of depth in the name of jesus in the book of matthew chapter 1 verse 1 chapter 5 verse 1 to 2 the bible said and seeing the multitude he went up into where a mountain and when he was set his disciples came unto him verse number two and he opened his mouth and he taught them saying he got what to say to them from where the mountain each time you lack revelation seek the face of god go up to the mountain go up to the mountain mountain is a significant kind of power it's a very strong sign of grace and power there is no time you come down from the mountain that something new will not be showing in your life are you there number eight number eight number eight transfiguration can only take place at the mountain top mark chapter 9 verse 2 transfiguration can only take place at the mountain top you want to operate with power don't go around criticizing people that operate with power go up to the mountain and experience power for yourself am i communicating mark chapter 9 verse 2 and after six days jesus taketh him peter and james and john and leadeth them up into where and high where high what high what apart apart by themselves and he was transfigured before them verse 2 praise god verse number three go down to verse three go down to verse three and his remnant became shining why he went up to the mountain exceeding white as snow so as no fuller on earth can white them first number four and there appeared unto them what elias with moses and they were 
talking with Jesus. Let me tell you something, people of God, before I close. <laughs> if you are not ready to go up to the mountain, don't bother yourself that God should be talking to you. God don't talk to people in the valley. Jesus, being the second in Trinity, needed to go up to the mountain. And when he went up there, the first thing that happened was that he was transfigured. And because he was transfigured, there appeared unto him Elias and Moses. And they were what? Talking with Jesus. What were they saying? Did the Bible tell you? No. You know why? Because there is no revelation for you to know. But I can tell you what they were saying to Jesus. Praise God. Fire revelation and, you know, the depth of understanding. The Lord opened my eyes to see because by this time, Jesus was about to go to the cross. And the agony of death was upon him. And you know that these two individuals that appeared to Jesus, Elijah and Moses, you know, the both of them failed in their ministry. They never accomplished their ministry. The flesh was speaking over Christ. Remember, Jesus was 100% man and 100% God. And they were saying to him, remember, you are the final hope of mankind. If you fail, mankind has lost it forever. They were encouraging him. And that was why when he came down from the mountain, the next incident that took place was the betrayal of him. Am I communicating with somebody? The mountain is a place that if you must operate in power, come up to the mountain. No reasonable bird in their senses will ever want to challenge the ego at the mountain top. The eagle is a high flyer. That's why when God wants to use us, you know, you know, you know, give some good example, he uses the eagle to give us an example to us that we should be thinking, operating as the eagle. You will mount up with wings as eagle. No eagle builds its nest at the valley. They build their nest at the top, at the peak of the mountain. You must dare to be an ego believer. When you become an ego believer, because of the mystery of the mountains, and because of the mountain, at the place of the mountain, mysteries have been demystified to you. And when you come down to the valley and speak, you speak power. Read your scripture very well. In Luke 4, when Jesus came down, the Bible says he went straight up to the synagogue and he demanded that the book be given to him and they gave him the book and he opened Isaiah 61 and he declared the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for the Lord has anointed me you dare not speak that word without backup to show that God has anointed you 
and after the bible says after he was done reading he closed the book and handed it back to the ministers what does that mean and the bible says he sat down that was the very first place jesus handed back over the place and the mission of heaven and the gospel back to the ministers and the bible says he took his seats you will take your seat from today that amen is not born again that amen is still struggling i say i see you rise in the name of jesus rise up to your feet